This episode is brought to you by ABC. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. Andy finally becomes captain, and she's going to give it her all to be the best leader the station has ever seen. Will she succeed? Get ready for fiery new romances and high adrenaline rescues. Watch the Station 19 season premiere tonight at a new time, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. I wish you could just shut your big yapper. Now it's time for a long walk to Cleveland with Rudy Povich. Good luck finding a DJ who can move and shake like this. On Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and every morning live on Instagram. That shit sounds pretty good on blow, mixed with tequila and wine on an empty stomach. Should probably turn this up a little bit so people can hear what's going on, huh? Better turn it up a little bit. Turn it up. See, what happens is you start talking like this, then you can hear my dog start coming down the stairs. There he is. Because heaven forbid if we do anything without the dog in, in the room. Heaven forbid. What's up, BJ? Hi, Kim. Uh, what's up, Scooter? Tara? What's up, Sharp? Sally? Amanda? Got a nice little crowd going today. Hopefully everybody put on about seven pounds during Easter. I know I did. Uh, I was not messing around yesterday. Listen, there was a lot of glazed ham, a lot of pineapple salad. There was a lot of, what the hell else did we eat? Oh yeah, glazed carrots. Listen, there's no time to be wasting. You guys can go ahead and you can, you know, you can eat your uh, your cauliflowers. You can have your, uh, you know, your friggin' uh, rice, uh, cauliflower rice, whatever it is. Not on the day that my Lord is risen. We shall, Jesus Christ, could you, could you drink water any louder? Are you full? Good. Jesus Christ. What's up, MJ? Speaking of Jesus Christ, uh, Scooter, I had so much sugar by 6 p.m. My heart was racing. Yeah, I did that move yesterday when uh, I woke up. And, uh, not yesterday, but, uh, this morning, waking up from yesterday, you guys ever have that where you wake up and you're like, uh, wh- why does the fat around my stomach hurt? And you're like, oh yeah, cause it was in overdrive last night. Cause we were fucking throwing down. <laughs> um, at some point we had to switch. My brother-in-law looks at me. He's like, I don't think I can do wine anymore. I'm like, I agree. I think we got to switch it over to a little bit of beer. That's how you know and maybe it's time to have a good long look in the mirror and go, uh, hey man, I gotta sober up so I should switch over to booze or switch over to beer. We gotta get off the hard stuff and move to the lighter stuff because I gotta go sober up. I did say, I did have a friend of mine, God, this was years ago. I was bartending in La Crosse, Wisconsin. A friend of mine walked in. He was a little bit older than the rest of us at the time and uh, he'd been drinking whiskey sours all night. And uh, he had to get back on his motorcycle to drive home. And I said, uh, I said, hey, man, uh, you know, you want another drink? And he goes, ah, I got to sober up. I got to drive the motorcycle. I was like, that's cool. And he goes, give me a Miller Lite. I said, I thought you had to sober up. He's like, that's how I sober up is Miller Lite. I was like, All right, yeah, I suppose, man. When you've been drinking, you know, whiskey sours for that long, Miller Lite just probably seems like a just a little bit of H2O. In fact, I bet your body welcomes a Miller Lite after you've had that many whiskey sours. For sure. Scooter, cheesy potatoes. My sister puts cornflakes on top. So good. Yeah. Uh, 
My sister does it that way, too. I brought some home and took a bite of them last night, and I'm like, this is fair food. This tastes like it came from the Minnesota State Fair. 1,000%. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. That's that, man. That's what we got going on. That's about it. Fucking night. So, uh, last night, uh, what a hell of a sports day yesterday. For anybody who is enjoying what's been going on with the NBA playoffs, my goodness, man. The Minnesota Timberwolves, hoy, winning game one? Taking it from the Grizzlies? I mean, there's no way they ever get out of the first round of the playoffs, so listen, enjoy it while you can. But what I'm saying is, it was uh, it was fun to watch. Uh, sat, was that Saturday? Yeah, it must have been Saturday night when they won that game. I was downtown Minneapolis. I opened up with uh, Lauren Rice and Sienna Violet. And we opened up for a gal by the name of Emily Rossi, who was from here, but then moved out to Los Angeles and was in town for Easter. So she did a show, and they did it in this... It's at Comedy at Crane, which is the same place we do stand-up raw. But at the venue, they kind of ran out of venues. So there was a dude who used to live upstairs in the same building as Senator Ilion Omar? Ilion Omar. Is that her name? Ilion Omar? Ilion Omar. Ilion Omar. Ilion Omar. I can't remember. Anyway. Um, but, uh, yeah, they did it in an apartment upstairs, which was awesome, man. It was a cool place. I dug it. Like, there was one bathroom, which kind of sucked, because there was a, it was a, fuck, the place was like sold out, you know? I mean, for what they planned on getting, like, it was, it was good. I don't know, 50, 60 people they crammed into this thing. Um, fun show, great time, you know, good oldies, what can I say? You know, good times, great oldies. Um... Yeah, then after that, I was like, uh, I told Lauren, I said, I apologize. I'm going to get out of here. Uh, Olina, she was hilarious. Oh, shit. Were you there? Did I not see you? Damn. I apologize if you were. I, I was kind of uh, like, it's my dog barking out. Jesus, man. I swear to God, that dog has not moved a goddamn muscle all day. The second the red light comes on when I start recording shit, now all of a sudden he's, I'm pretty thirsty. Better go downstairs. Lap up a bunch of water and then start barking in the background. What are you doing, dude? What is your deal? Can you lay down? Chill out? Thank you. Thanks. Appreciate it. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Olina, if you were there, I apologize. Uh, Olina, yes, I was there. I was the one sitting in the back row with the super curly and colorful hair. Oh, my God. I am so I apologize. You must have been sitting then. Next to, uh, there was a, another comedian in town named Alex Avery who showed up with his new girlfriend, who I had not met. Uh, they came in, I think, right in the middle of Sienna's set. Must have been sitting next to you. Well, I apologize. Shit, I didn't even see you. I apologize. Uh, it was a good room. It was a good room. Um, yeah, well, I, I appreciate you coming. That was, uh, that was fun. That was a fun time. Uh, hopefully they do more shows like that at Comedy at Crane. Um... We had a blast, man. It was great. And, you know, Lauren put on a great show and Sienna was great. I was feeling it, man. I really was. Like, there was a there was a moment last night. Like, I walked out. Um, I kind of started doing this new thing when I walk out on stage. And this was something that I was getting. This was something that somebody had told me a while ago that I really, I should have been listening to it, you know, a year ago. 
But uh, somebody had said, I don't remember where I picked this up from, but somebody had said, when you walk out on stage, don't don't tell like, hey, how's it going, guys? Hey, audience. Hey, crowd. Do something a little different. Like, say something that'll bring them in. And I'm like, that, yeah. So on that night, uh, well, actually the show before, I started going out. And when I would go out now, every time I go out, I always go, what's up, friends? What's up, friends? Friends. We're friends. We are in this together. You and I, we are friends. Uh, and I did make the comment because we were like in this sort of, you know, refurbished apartment for a comedy show. I was like, I usually call people friends, but I think tonight by law, I must call you roommates, right? We're all roommates tonight. But I went to House of Comedy later that night to go do a set and got up during the late show and opened with like, what's up, friends? What's up, friends? Friends. Hello, friends. Hi, friends. It feels like the wall is lowered. It's like they just, it brings it right down. Like people aren't like, who the fuck is this guy? Oh, this is one of my friends up on stage. I'm going to keep doing that shit. I hope there's another comic out there that listens to this and starts doing it too. It puts the audience at ease. It was cool. Uh, Olena, I was sitting by myself. I was going to say hi, but then you were talking to someone else and then you left early. Yeah, no, I split a little early so I could go over to the House of Comedy. Shit, if I had I known. Um, yeah, sometimes I kind of get in the zone and I don't even like, I don't look around. I don't notice people. I chat. Some people come up and chat to me and then they come up 20 minutes later and they're like, that thing we were talking about. I was like, we were talking? Shit, I don't remember. <laughs> I do not remember. Uh, well, cool. Well, I hope you liked the show. It was fun. Um, I didn't drop any new material really at the at the uh, apartment show, only because I was doing ten, and I'm like, listen, I always feel weird when I go downtown. Downtown is only because it's typically it's younger people who don't I don't really relate with to. You know, it's like a lot of like 27 year olds who are just like, why a 42 year old guy with a 14 year old daughter? I don't know. Any, why, I, is this guy on TikTok? No. Well, then fuck him. That's usually what it feels like when I go downtown. But in the burbs, I was like, I could probably try some new things. I could get these guys on my side and try some new material. And uh, I did drop a joke. It's a weird one. I don't know. I don't know where I'm going to go with this. It's funny, though. I think it's hilarious. I feel it's hilarious. I don't know if it's got any legs to it. I think it just needs to be reworked. But uh, I said, man, I had like two of the worst traits when I was growing up. I was overweight and I was a romantic. So I would write love notes, but I would sweat all over the top of them. And one time I wrote, I gave a rose to my third grade teacher. She wrote me back a note that said, I don't date fatties. (laughs) Funny, is it not? Funny. Funny ass bit. Funny joke. I I got like a couple of like... Oh, and it was, I got some big laughs out of it, but I'm like, I don't know where to go with it. I don't know if it's too weird. That is the thing. And like, and then I was thinking about it. I'm like, oh, you know, what would be funny is if I switch it where I'm like, yeah, I was a romantic. I was overweight. Uh, I one time asked out a girl in third grade if she wanted to go to a movie. She said, no, my third grade teacher wrote me a note that said, if I was in third grade, I'd go to a movie with you. And I wrote her back. I don't date fatties. Right? Now I'm the villain. Now I'm the bad guy instead of the teacher being the weird one. But I don't know. I don't know which way to go with it. I got I, I to gotta try it a few more. I got to try it like five more times. A couple different ways to see how that one goes. Because I think you can get away with that joke later in the set. I don't know, though, man. 
I don't know. It's a, I think it's funny. I think it's hilarious. I think that's a funny joke. And it actually comes from because there was a guy, this joke, I think is, you couldn't say it now. There's no way. But uh, my buddy Trevor Anderson had an old joke that I was like, if you're done using that joke, can I buy it from you? And he's like, just take it. If you want it, just go ahead and take it. I'm never going to use it. And it, it stems from Trevor had this joke where he was a, uh, in real life, actually, he is a uh, teacher's aide? No, a teacher. Student, student teacher, student teacher's assistant. I can't remember anyway. um, But basically he was like, you know, trying to become a teacher and he was having to do time in different classes. And there was this gal who was like one of the, one of the little girls in class. And he was like literally teaching like second grade. And this girl comes up to him and she was like, Mr. Anderson, Brittany's got a crush on you. And he was like, oh, oh, Cynthia. Can you go back and tell Brittany I don't date fat girls? Fucking hilarious. Such a funny joke. You can't say that now, obviously. You know, such a funny joke. And plus, it, he's a dad and like, I'm a dad. It doesn't really fit us. But I'm like, I think there's a way to still use that material. And you can refurbish it somehow. So I don't know. I love that joke. I really think it's funny. I just don't know which way to say it yet. And I don't know which way is going to creep people out the least. But then again, like, fuck it. Maybe you, just, you have to, you know, kind of push the envelope a little bit and see what happens. You know? I don't know. We'll see what up. Scooter, I love hearing your creative process. Yeah, the words that are coming out of my mouth now, that is what goes on in my head all goddamn day. All day. All day. It's just like it's nonstop running, just the hamster wheel turning and turning and turning and trying. to. Fuck, man. How do you... How can we just mm, take down a couple extra words? How can we get there just a little bit faster? How can we make the... No, you just keep doing it over and over and over and over again. Uh, I heard somebody say the other day, and I laughed really hard, and I was like, that's so true, though. It's so true. Uh, Slow is the fastest way there. It is. I was talking to my mom this weekend over Easter, and I'm like, you know, I don't know what it is. You know... My mom and I were talking about just like our uh, mine and my sister's upbringing and like how difficult it was to like have, you know, a dad who left and then you have, you know, divorces and you got like shitty people and you're trying to, you know, navigate not only your teenage years, but then just like, oh, you're just you're, you're a total mess. And I said, you know, it sucked back then, but I'm kind of thankful for it now later in life that I have this want and need to be validated through creativity because I didn't get it when I was a kid. And if I didn't have it now at 42, I'd have just given up. I'd have just given up. That'd been that, you know, I'd have just found a job. I'd have been a plumber. I'd have just done something else. Like I wouldn't be motivated. I would, I would be leading a completely different life if that was the case. But instead I got this drive and instinct that it's still not good enough. No matter what, every single time. Uh, I know a lot of guys that just hit the cruise control when we go out and do shows and they're like, ah, whatever, dude, you know, I'm just getting, it's just, it's not that great of a, it's like, hey, it's the Thursday crowd, whatever, dude. Like, I'm not really looking to impress. And I'm like, in my mind, I'm like, I want to fucking blow everyone off the stage. That is my goal every single time. Doesn't matter what, I, listen, I want to support and I want to be there and I want to laugh at you. But at the end of the day, I want people to go home and go fucking the short guy with the fucking overly big thighs and the fucking flat brim hat. That dude was the funniest dude of all anybody on that entire fucking show. That's what I want. 
I definitely want to help other people as much as I can, but at the end of the fucking day, I want to be the best. If you don't have, and, and I'm watching my friends, like all of us who were like, we're in bands and doing creative shit, making videos when we were like 27 up until like the age of 32. I'm watching all those guys just like fall off. Nobody wants to do it. And I'm like, don't you, don't you guys have that drive anymore? Like, is it just gone? And they're like, sorry, dude, it's not there. And I'm like, damn, you must've had parents who loved you. You must've had people in your life who validated you at a young age. Cause I got none of that when I was a kid. So maybe this is me still trying to, you know, figure out my adolescence. I didn't get it then. So I'm searching for it now. I don't know. Either way, like I still wake up at five, start cranking out, you know, creative shit, doing stuff for other people. It's just, I don't know. It's just the way it is, I guess. But anyway, so yeah. So, well, thank you, uh, Olina, for coming to the show on Saturday night. Uh, next time, please, right away, anytime, any, trust me, any of the conversations you have, you see me having with like comedians or anything, it's not, it's usually something we've talked about before or me just telling a story that's come out of my lips a million times before that. So please interrupt me anytime and just say hi and love it if you would. Uh, coming up Friday, going to be in Austin, Minnesota, Lansing Corners. That show is, uh, I believe, 7 o'clock Friday night. So if you're in southern Minnesota, come on down to Austin. I've never been. I've never been to this venue. I hear great things, great bar, good people, uh, cool little town. So looking forward to it. That's Friday night, 7 p.m. You can find the information. On, and I think it's a free show as well. I don't think they charge for that show. But you can uh, you can come on down, have a couple of drinks. It'll be cool. And then the first weekend of May, I'm going to be headlining Gutties both nights, uh, Friday and Saturday. Those two shows, I think, uh, 7.30, yeah, 7.30, Friday and Saturday. I think it's the 6th and 7th. But I, I don't know. I could be off. But anyway, uh, you guys, thanks so much for uh, joining me on this podcast, A Long Walk to Cleveland. Find it on uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, uh, Scooter. Visit the Spam Museum. I'm good. I'm good. All the spam I ever needed, I ate at a young age. I don't need it anymore. I think I'm all right. I'm all right. Uh, you know, if I was a tourist coming from, you know, Washington State, I'd be like, let's hit the Spam Museum. I think I'm okay with the Spam Museum. Uh, I've had enough cured meats in my life that uh, I'm good. I'm all right. Um, yeah. No, Scooter's like, yeah, gross, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm good. So, yeah. But hopefully we'll see you guys in Austin. Lansing Corners, that's this Friday night. I believe shows seven or eight. One of the two. Either way. Either way, it's a free show. So, when we start is when we start. God damn it. All right, you guys. We'll take care. Have a great night. And uh, we will see you guys tomorrow on Tuesday. See you later. Bye. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.